0: This past week, I asked all of you to do something a little strange. In the midst of a sharp rise in COVID cases in Switzerland and a new round of semi-confinement and the plea from authorities that we stay home and basically away from one another as much as we can, I asked you to take some time to pay attention to what you are grateful for right now. Now to be clear, when we chose November 8th as our harvest Sunday this year, we had no idea what the week preceding it was gonna look like. Six weeks or so ago, November 8th sounded like a fine day for giving thanks and giving back. But as this week approached and it became clear that we were heading into another particularly challenging time, I will confess that I started to worry a little bit about holding a service focused on gratitude right now wondering if that would just feel too odd or too out of step with sort of this moment that we're in and I definitely started worrying about whether anybody would bother sending in a video well as you've already seen my worries there were totally unfounded I don't know what it felt like for you to see all those members of the congregation sharing words of thanksgiving earlier in our service today But when I get to watch those compiled videos for the first time last night, my heart swelled. To see all of you and to hear your voices expressing thanks for family and health and meaningful work and the natural world and the gift of community was just profoundly moving. I felt good all over. I think you all really preached the sermon this morning. So maybe this timing isn't actually so bad. We are on good biblical ground, after all. The Bible doesn't speak about Thanksgiving as something you do just when you feel like it, but rather as an essential practice of life. Whether it's Paul writing from prison and telling the little church in Philippi to rejoice always, or the Psalms summons to give thanks with your whole heart, the call to practice gratitude at all times is there throughout the Bible. I think we all know we're supposed to do it. What we can so easily forget is just how good it is for us. Our reading from the Gospel of Luke today gives us a wonderful picture of the power of gratitude in a single human life. Ten lepers call out to Jesus for healing. He responds by telling them to go and show themselves to the priests in town, and as they go, they discover that their skin condition has miraculously Vanished. They've been made clean. That's the last that we hear of nine of these characters. Presumably they follow Jesus' instructions and show themselves to the priests. But one of them, who happens to be a Samaritan, decides to run back to find Jesus and lay himself at his feet in gratitude. His life has been changed and he wants to express his thanks. I think we sometimes approach this story as kind of a little parable about good manners, about how important it is to be polite and write a thank you note after somebody does something nice for you. And of course, there's nothing wrong with that, but it seems that much more than manners are at stake here because to the one who comes back in thanksgiving, Jesus doesn't say, good job, your parents taught you very well and you are a very polite person no he says get up and go on your way your faith has made you well 10 were healed that day 10 found their physical condition dramatically improved but we only hear that one experienced a more complete healing of his whole self only one was made well and for me this story points to gratitude as an important part of our well-being It's not just something we are supposed to do. It is something that is profoundly good for us. Studies certainly bear this out. If you need any convincing that gratitude has an effect on overall well-being, you can look this up online. Keeping a gratitude journal or writing a letter expressing thanks to someone has a measurable effect on emotional health. People who adopt a practice like this simply feel better, which is certainly reason enough to do it but on a deeper level. I think gratitude makes us well because it reminds us that we are not alone. We are part of an immense web of grace and we are meant to recognize it, to acknowledge it, and to give thanks for it. When we give thanks for someone, we're saying, I'm not isolated and adrift in this world. You have brought something good to my life. We are connected, and for that, I'm grateful. The man who came back with words of thanks for Jesus knew this. As important as his physical healing certainly was, he knew that his life was about more than just that one thing. It was also about connection to others, about relationships, and particularly about his relationship to this one who had reached out to him in mercy and love. He gave thanks because he recognized that and in the recognition he was made well i hope that is something of what we're doing on this harvest sunday recognizing together even in the midst of a deeply challenging and sometimes painful time that we are not alone that we are the recipients of grace upon grace and that we have gifts and lives to share with others. Friends, in that recognition, there is healing to be found. And even in this time, joy. Thanks be to God. Amen.